Welcome to Arch Rivals Football, sponsored by Raz Energy and Steiner Sports. Here is your starting lineup. Number 20, Darnell the Playmaker Salins. Number 94, Alex the Bearman Alcazaz. Number 69, Ricky the Prez Litwinkowicz. And in tribute to our fallen colleague, Arch Rivals Football, Ring of Honor member, Alex Fleming. This show is a Pain Train Pipe Bomb production. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? How uh, y'all doing on this Tuesday, November 9th, 2021? As you can see, it's the playmaker Darnell Salins here, who is the leading off man tonight because Ricky's needed to take the night off. So I am in charge for the night. <laughs> With me out down there in Texas, the bear man of Texas, I was like, as I was going on. Well, I think you know what's going on in my case, but here I am. Well. Uh, let me first start by saying thank you to everybody who wished me a happy birthday on yesterday. I appreciate it. We couldn't respond to everybody because I was on my way back from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. But I did make it back safely, son, as you can see. And, bear man, this weekend was uh, pretty un unpredictable, to say the least. Well, as far as the picks go, uh, well, uh, above everything, aside from my team getting fucking humiliated which we'll get you'll have to forgive the language but uh you know i'm in serious mode this was the worst fantasy football week in my uh history with fantasy football i mean, oof. I, mean the, the yeah. pig, I mean the pigs the fantasy football i mean it's all it was a horrible it was a horrible week F football was uh unpredictable yeah, un unpredictable there we go unpredictable Unsurf uh, you know certifiably unpredictable there we go. It, Certifiably unpredictable. Even though Ricky's not on the show, he can hear me. So, um, Ricky, we at week nine, we still are using your term DTA right now. <laughs> I think I think that's going to stick for the rest of the season, gentlemen. That's probably going to go into the playoffs, probably into the Super Bowl. So, that was, it was some crazy stuff happened. But before I get into that, we had some breaking news happen. If Ricky can play that lovely soundbreak that we got. And so breaking news happened out in Carolina, Bearman. Out in Carolina. Are you ready for this? I have, I have a gut feeling I know what it is, but throw it out, buddy. Sam Donald will be out mm -hmm. for several weeks. I believe this was he had a fresh. I can't. I forgot where. Fracture scapula. He's gonna be out. He's gonna be out for a while. I mean, let's Ricky, not sugar. Let's not sugarcoat it, playmaker. Let's assume he's gonna be out for the freaking season. I mean, I've never heard of this whatever fracture. I mean, obviously, I'm not a medical expert, but the way of that, the, the sound of that word, it sounds serious, and it's a fracture in the shoulder. Yeah, at this part of the season, yeah, forget it. He's done. He's done. I mean, it'll be a damn miracle if he comes back. But if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're, if we're gonna play it safe, then you know, yeah, forget forget about it. He's gone. He's done. I mean, Ricky did call for PJ Walker, didn't he? <laughs> he sure did. But I don't think Mister Winkowicz uh, predicted uh, the injury. Nah, I'm sure Ricky was uh, leading on the instincts, and he's good at that. Ricky's shout out to our buddy Steve Wallman who's in the chat. Oh, Mr. Wallman, uh, more news uh, relating to the. <laughs> Breaking news on Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. Seen that? No. Well, uh, Mr. Critical Broncos fans is uh, actually uh, has a little bit of information. It's something 
with the fracture in the shoulder blade is it, that's in basic terms. And Mr. Critical Broncos fan, who by the way is a gentleman and good game brother, I would love to shake your hand, but obviously that's impossible. But he does point out that it's on Sam Donald's throwing shoulder, so that solidifies mm-hmm. my belief that he's done for the year. I mean, you can't rush these injuries because not only does it just easily aggravate it, but then the terms could be you know affect for a long time. I mean, some of these injuries just don't go away. Your shoulder is never the same. That's gonna they, affect you. They didn't say. They didn't say out indefinitely. They didn't say. They didn't say out for the season. They said out for several weeks. Out for several. Okay, I mean that. That's what they say. But based on how I see with this point of the season, meaning, I mean, it's only already have. It's only already have main mark of the season. They still got another. still got the second half. Well, we'll see. That's another I mean, eight weeks. So. Well, so I guess assuming the Panthers make the playoffs and Donald will probably be back on the field. We'll get to those Carolina Panthers later on in the show. Uh, Steve Walwin did put it in the chat. I don't know if Ricky got that sound bright, ready to go. Go ahead. Breaking news on Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. No. This is interesting here. Out in Green Bay, Wisconsin, the NFL has fined the Green Bay Packers $300,000. Aaron Rodgers Allen is out both fined $14,000 for violating COVID protocol. Oh, as we say here, the world wide faster. Aaron Rodgers really, uh, well, I mean, he lost the uh, sponsorship. Uh, uh, kind of thing uh, as a result of this whole situation, didn't he? With a with a with no, was it state? No, it was it state farm? It was some sort of cl- medical clinic in Wisconsin. Did he really? Oh, wow. state farm. He lost state farm. He lost the local what you call it, uh, the local local medical thing out there in Wisconsin. <laughs> you cannot mislead as the word he said, people. Especially in something like this, when people's lives have been lost, are and people are afraid they like they don't. We got people out there who have died from this. You have people out there who caught it and is telling y'all, "I won't waste this on my worst enemy." And you have people who are afraid of getting a vaccine. You 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 have to treat. You have to be careful in these situations. He was not careful. He played with people's minds. And that's why he's in the position that he's in. Uh, as far, I mean, in my case, you know, I was asked for my comments. All I can say is, look, you know, I, I really don't know what to say, honestly. I mean, you, aside, you know, I, I can't just repeat what you just said because I feel, I mean, I guess I could say that, but, you know, it's probably going to be argued that the Packers are getting a light punishment. And according to Mr. Critical Broncos fan, yeah, it's a very deserving of the fines. And he's actually suggesting, well, honestly, if I'm being honest, he hopes that they lose a couple of draft pick. Assuming that this continues, uh, as far as the Packers go, you know, anything I say is merely a theory, but you know, the fines happened. And if this bites him in the ass for the rest of the season, then, fine, whatever, but uh, as far as me feeling bad for Aaron Rodgers, I'm like, well, he's a grown man and, I mean, he should have known better, right? Is that, is, I mean, what else, what else can I say? Jason, thank you for joining us on the Facebook chat. We got Critical Bronco over there watching us. Is that the YouTube channel? Oh, yes. He's watching us on the YouTube channel. Those of you who watching, share it out. Let's get more people in here. Alright, Bear Man, it's time to get to a week that uh, all three of us would like to forget right now in one form or fashion. Uh, what? First up, we have a rivalry. It was down in the Big Easy, New Orleans, Louisiana. The Atlanta Falcons taking on the New Orleans Saints and Trevor Simeon's first start. Bearman did not go well whatsoever. Oh, my God. This is embarrassing, too. You know, I 
<laughs> not gonna sugarcoat. I I picked the Saints, and I you know it, it turns out the Saints got humiliated. When I I thought the Saints were gonna take care of business, and they didn't do it. Shout out to Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons, 27-25 win. And Cordero Patterson took over the game. You know, you, you know the guy who was a running back, but Ricky said he's not a running back. Well, he's not a running back. That guy, that guy took over the game. <laughs> Six catches, 126 yards. I mean, this the Saints did come back and take the lead, and then Cordero Patterson put the Falcons in position to win the game. So very disappointing loss. That's the second, that's the second disappointing loss at home for the Saints. First was the Giants. Now you just lost to the Falcons. I mean, Sean Payton, what you gonna do? You don't have James Wilson for the rest of the year. Terrence Simi and Taysom Hill are your two quarterbacks now. I gotta ask, was it a mistake to start Trevor Simeon over Taysom Hill? No. Taysom Hill was coming off injury. Taysom Hill is not a true quarterback, if you really think about it. Did he play quarterback at BYU? Yes, he did. But he doesn't throw the ball down the field. When you see Taysom Hill on the field, what he does mostly? Run. Exactly. Or catch. And then he play, Then you got him playing tight end, fullback, wide receiver, kickoff specialist, kick return. In ba- in a baseball world, that's known as a utility player. That's what he is, okay? Yeah. So Taysom Hill. Sure, not sure if in football it's the same term, but everybody knows what I mean. So guess what? Taysom Hill was not starting with the correct move. Trevor Senior has to be better. Plain and simple. You got your team. You know Mike Thomas is not coming back. You know James Wilson is not coming back. You got your team. What y'all did to Tampa, you did not do to Atlanta. I'm talking about the defense. Y'all punched Tom Brady in their damn mouth. And you let Atlanta come in in your own building and punch you in the mouth. That's why that's why the fair return is every given Sunday. Any given Sunday. That's what this past Sunday was, any given Sunday. What's next on the docket? <sighs> Oh, boy. Here we go. Arlington, Texas. Jerry Real, the billion-dollar play pin in the return of that Prescott. And the Cowboys laid an egg. Absolutely unbelievable, unacceptable. Cowboys, Cowboys laid an egg. And let me be the first to say... I was looking. I was looking Mike McCarthy side out. Why that Prescott still finished this game? But you know, Bear Man, I hate to say it. This is gonna shock you. But now I understand why that Prescott was still in the game. Why? Do you know what the time possession? The time of possession was between the Denver Broncos and your Cowboys. <laughs> I actually have the gut feeling because, as a matter of fact, I got it right in front of me. I got those notes right in front of me. 41 minutes the Broncos had of time possession. The Cowboys had less than 20 minutes. They had less than 19 minutes. <laughs> I mean, meaning that Prescott and that offer didn't do a damn thing. I mean, except get garbage time stats. You know, I still stick with the fact that the Cowboys offense got shut out. I don't care if they scored 16 unanswered points. Those are garbage time points. Those are nothing to be proud of. And these and there are fans out there. You know, of course, after I do my usual recap, and of course, I tell the truth, these fans get out to me and telling them I'm being too hard on them. Those are garbage time stats. How the hell could you be proud of that? Good God. I don't get it. You see, this is why I separate my fans, myself from these freaking fans, because I tell the truth, and of course, they want to crucify me about it because they just can't handle it. I mean, seriously. Yeah, fine. He threw he threw, he threw two touchdowns, but you know, in a garbage time. Where was that at the beginning of the game? Okay, I'm gonna tell you this: the Cowboys were unprepared, and above all else, they were flat out arrogant, absolutely arrogant, and that bit them in the ass, and rightfully so. They didn't deserve to win. So all I can say is they better get their shit together this week. I mean, right now they're gonna have, you're gonna have to convince me why the hell I should believe that they're gonna beat the fucking Falcons. 
And I'm not kidding. All right. The people who say I'm being I'm being too hard, I'm overreacting. No, what I saw, okay, that has bitten teams in the ass many times and that that's haunted them, okay? So, and CD Lamb even admitted that last week's practice was quote a not crisp, but well, you know what? Make it count this week, get it together, because that is unacceptable. All that talent, you get shut out. I mean, the Broncos missing three offensive line. Three offensive line and their running game had nearly 200 yards and killed us. I mean, humiliating. There's the arrogant part, too. Now, I was a little bit hard on the defense, so the defense did make mistakes. I mean, I don't even understand that stupid rule on that pump block. I mean, I don't even want no. to talk about that. that that's just one of the you know dumbest what? rules I've ever seen in my life. No, it's not, because now when I thought about it, the dude actually did kick the ball. It was blocked, but it did go forward, which is still as a punt. And went past the line of scrimmage. What happened when the ball go past the line of scrimmage and the return team touches it? It's a first down, but... No, when the return team touches it and they don't cover it, that's a muff punt, right? Yeah. That's, Leon, Leon Lett moment right there. That's pretty much what happened. You had the block punt, then the dude touched it when the ball was past the line of scrimmage. And then re- recovered it. I just, you know, there's, too, there's too, too, too many rules. That rule, you know, it doesn't matter what I think. It's not like the NFL is going to change it at my request or anybody's request for that matter. And to be honest, I hate to say this, Bearman, but y'all was to be y'all was the start of the crazy week that was Sunday. It started with Dallas. It started with us, and it, and of course Sunday had to end also in a crazy way. So it started the same way it ended. No, it's the same way it ended. I mean, look, Micah Parsons. I'll give the man a ton of credit. That Micah Parsons was amazing. Okay, and, you know, and Dan Quinn. I, I wish this would have been confirmed before I did my recap, but Dan, I think Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys, revealed that there were fourteen missed tackles. Fourteen. So I thought at first maybe I was too hard on the defense. Then I corrected myself, but then I think now maybe I wasn't. Okay. I, Barbie says, look, Alex was frustrated. He, I couldn't think straight. Maybe that's maybe that's true, but I'm not going to use that as an excuse. But I did praise Dak Prescott for one thing. He did not use the calf injury, the calf injury as an excuse. So we got to, and I'll give him that. I mean, you could anyway, because from what I saw, he wasn't suffering any ill effects. And your stud corner got burnt again. Uh, he got again. burnt, and of course, you know the, the the fucking penalties. He got burnt by Tim Patrick. By Tim Patrick. Huh. And Teddy Bridgewater is usually a guy who can't throw the ball deep, and he did. Not not quite a By the way, Jerry Judy returned. Yeah, he had a good game. But Tim Patrick took over. I mean, I'm surprised. So that what took place in Arlington, Texas. What's the next game up? Well, hold on. I got to answer the critical Broncos fan question. What did you say about the Broncos on your show? Well, the Broncos, anything could happen with them. They could show up or they can't. There's a lot of things you said about the Broncos, but I remember one thing. If you give the Broncos their chance to win, if you underestimate them, boom, you just bit yourself right in the ass. You just shit the bed, brother. All right. Then we get to a game where this was ugly. It started ugly. And they finished ugly. It started ugly because couldn't no offense do anything. And then all of a sudden, pick six by New England pages, and it went downhill from there for Carolina and Sam Darnold. Well, there's a there's a little bit of a highlight about this game. Uh, certainly about Mac Jones allegedly, well, not a, like grabbing the, the ankle and they ain't allegedly. no legend. He actually did that. No, he, should... he grabbed the ankle, but you know, I, I think the alleged part is he tried to uh Heard, but I'm like, okay, that's ridiculous. No, he was trying to make a stop. Or, I mean, it depends on how you view it because it he did, it, yeah, he did turn his bite at the same time the man twisted his ankle. It's not a good look, it's not a good look. I will say that he didn't have a good game, he played bad. I'm pretty sure Ricky was gonna test that. That was Matt Jones, probably one of Matt Jones' worst bad game he ever played this season. Defense. Oh, oh my gosh. Here come the defense. And this is what Ricky was talking about when it comes to the Patriots. Defense get back in form, you have a problem. You got a big problem on your hands. Because now, guess what? New England is in the seventh spot in the AFC right now. And do we really want the Patriots in the playoffs right now? I don't think so. So... But New England got it done. They got a good one coming up on Sunday, but hopefully Ricky will be back on Saturday to talk about that with you. I won't be available. 
So shout out to the Patriots. They are they are moving in the right direction. What are five and three right now? I believe I had your bye five week. And four. Five and four. They have a bye week yet. Okay. Five and four on the year, and they right in the hunt for the playoffs. Sam, like we told you earlier, Sam Brown's gonna be out, so it's gonna be PJ Walker for some weeks. On the Patriots case, uh well with the Bills kind of like falling down. Yeah, there's a lot of hope for the Patriots. Oh, can we call it the game of the week? The crab cake. Might as well. The big crab cake down in Baltimore, Maryland. It was the Ravens playing host to Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, uh, in the Vikings case, another game, another blown lead. I mean, I mean, mean, the Vikings, they could be 8-0 right now, couldn't they? They really could. If you look at all the results of the games, you know, that missed field goal, you know, them blowing the leads, blowing their chance, the Vikings could be 8-0. I mean, I'm, I don't know how Mr. Broberman would react to it, but I really do believe the Vikings could be three, uh, could be 8-0 if it, if it weren't for all the miscues. You had, you was up two possession at two different times in the game, one in the first half, one in the second half, and the Ravens still managed to catch you. <laughs> They still managed to catch you. It wasn't no offense. It wasn't no passing explosion from the Ravens. The Ravens do what they do. They run the damn ball. We saw Le'Veon Bell for once. Well, Lamar Jackson ran for 100 yards. Dante Freeman did his thing. Like I said, we saw Le'Veon Bell. So, I mean... Minnesota, I mean, what's going on here? Minnesota, three games that went into overtime this year, and they're one and two. And I believe, and you know, and, and critical Broncos fan mentions that Minnesota didn't even commit a turnover and they lost. I think that was the same thing last week. That's two back to back weeks. They don't commit a turnover on offense, but they still and they lose the game. And honestly, I can't. I can't even crucify Kirk Cousins on this one. You, uh, 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 you know, you, you just can't. You, you see, this is what I'm talking about. Kirk Cousins plays relatively well, but then, of course, people are going to say I, I'm an I'm an absolute idiot. You know, I could honestly care less what those people think. I mean, I know what I'm saying. Um, look, you, you, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, at times, you know, obviously he has his fair share of mistakes, but for the most part, Kirk Cousins has been playing respectably well. I mean, I've always said it for for many years. Whether you like the dude or not, there's no denying the dude can throw. He's got a good arm. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's just it's amazing how these games unfolded this past Sunday. is amazing. I, I mean, at the same time, we, we can't deny the – I mean, some people say Kirk Cousins has no weapons. Like, okay, no, 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 that's absolutely false. He's got Jefferson. He's got oh, Adam Thielen. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's who, got who, 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 Whoever said Kirk Cousins don't have no weapons, they need to look themselves in the mirror and define what a weapon is in, in the NFL. I mean, he's got the future. He's got a – Potential future of a Hall of Famer, Mr. Justin Jefferson. Who about a who about a rape burnt Marlon Humphrey for a fifty yard bomb? Yeah, that actually got the scoring started. I mean, I don't know. It's just it, it was just one of those one of those Sundays that it. But you, you but you know when the Ravens got the ball back and they drove down the field, they got Mr. Automatic on the sideline. Well. Darnell, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't the Vikings get an interception in overtime? Well, the with the defensive line tipped the ball and then inter- and then caught it. Or Anthony sorry. Barr. Yeah, Anthony Barr. The Vikings and the, and the Vikings. There's that opportunity right there. They don't take it, man. That's Are been you? one of the one of the problems. I mean, overall, the problem is the Vikings aren't winning. But then when you dig deeper into the reasons, that's one of the reasons. The opportunity right there on a on a silver platter, but you can't get it done. Matter of fact, I think they turned it back over. <laughs> I think they did. They, I mean, I don't. I think remember. they turned. I, don't, I, don't I think they turned it right back over. Okay. I mean, I don't. I don't remember. I mean, uh, but uh, but the bottom line is, even if they did turn it over, I mean, still you have that opportunity, but you can't get it done. That's an opportunity blown away. It's, it's like it's one of those come on, man moments. Come on, man. And you let Mister Automatic get on the field. You know what happens when he gets on the field? <laughs> oh boy. We don't call him Miss Automatic for no reason. No, sir. I mean, he did kick a 66-yarder this year. 
So shout out to the Ravens. One of the I mean, few. I mean, I got, <laughs> just gotta say this off the bat. That's two Longhorns who at least cheered up the Longhorn fans. Two of them. And we'll get to the other one later. Yeah. Shout out to the Ravens. One of the few favorites to actually win a game <laughs> this Sunday. And we actually got that one right. Oh my oh goodness. Boy. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. I mean, oh my goodness. R- Ricky, I'll admit, I mean, Ricky was probably would love to laugh at us. I mean, I mean, if he does, then he's absolutely right. I mean, Ricky, Ricky picked the Browns, but I, but we picked the Bengals, you and I. I know I picked the Bengals. Like I say, the theme for this week is any given Sunday. Cause the Bengals came out super flat. I mean, Joe Burrow throwing unadvised picks. Jamar Chase going back to preseason. Jamar Chase dropping passes. I'm looking around like, y'all came in off a bye week and y'all looking like this. Baker Mayfield ain't put up no big-ass numbers. Nope. You had a pick six from one field to the other end zone. Pick six. It was turnovers galore around here in Cincinnati. You get a turnover. You get a turnover. You get a turnover. I mean, the running game. Nick Chubb, 14 carries, 137 yards, two touchdowns. That's an average of close to 10 yards. It's 9.8, but I like to round, so it's 10 yards. Y'all let Baker Mayfield off the hook, Cincinnati? (laughs) Baker Mayfield. This is one of the moments. Don't trust anybody, but apparently I can't get that through my head. But I think this was starting this week. I think that's going to change, especially for my team. I mean, I don't even think Baker Mayfield barely threw a 400 yards. Baker Mayfield actually had 218 passing yards. 218, okay. 14 for 21, two touchdowns. Respectable. Um, Didn't seem yes. to be showing any ill effects by the shoulder. When the other team ain't doing nothing offensively, you don't got to do much. I mean, oh. no. Baker Mayfield. They got they got rid of OBJ, and Cleveland came out and said, "Hey, we still want Ohio." Speaking of OBJ, uh, hasn't found a, hasn't found a new home yet. Oh, that's coming. That's yeah, that's definitely, coming. definitely. That's coming. coming. But Cincinnati, y'all, y'all got to look in the mirror now. That's back to back ass whoopers y'all took. Y'all got your ass whooped. Y'all got your ass whooped by the Jets before you went on a bye. We were just embarrassing, even though you only lost by like a single point, but that's still embarrassing. You come off the bye week, and your arch rival whooped your ass. The Cleveland defense got five sacks. How you? Who knows how many turnovers they got? Every time you turn around, they got the ball. You want, you want to talk about turnovers? I mean, there's a total of three, two interceptions, and three, and a, and a fumble. Cleveland defense was going off on Cincinnati. So Joe Burrow and company, um, y'all gotta y'all gotta correct some things because that was that was that was embarrassing to say the least. Very embarrassing. Moving on, moving on, baby. Wasn't that something? Oh Oh my god! Oh my god! The upset of all upsets. You know what? The, what's so funny about this game, Darnell? Josh Allen versus Josh, Josh Allen, Allen. <laughs> and Josh Allen of the Jaguars got the better of Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Oh my goodness! I mean, one sack, one interception. <laughs> I've never a even heard. Fu- of, I mean, a fumble I've, recovery too. I've never even heard of. I mean, have you ever heard of? Jacksonville's Josh Allen before that day? Yes. <laughs> I knew about him in college, Kentucky. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he is the last of the remaining group of the Jaguars defense that we that we knew about when they had Johnny Ramsey, A.J. Boyer, and, all, and that crew right there, along with Miles Jack, who's still with the Jaguars, too. Josh Allen and Miles Gay are the two remaining up from that defense. I mean, if, we had, if anybody had not heard of... Uh... That of Josh Allen from Jacksonville, uh, then I mean, net, now you're definitely now you have. I mean, what the hell, Josh Allen for Buffalo? I mean, you know what? The hard part for me is Josh Allen's my starting quarterback on fantasy. And, uh, I mean, that, that's that's two that, that's that's three players you'll that you'll 
Josh Allen, CD Lamb, and then Chase Edmonds. I mean, it was a bad week. Josh Allen, they do a damn. <laughs> they ain't do a damn. It's a field goal battle here. And Jacksonville Jaguars scored nine points in a win. Nine. I mean, this is a game that you just like you, you, you even if you're a Jacksonville fan, you're bored to death, but you don't want to get up. Have you ever been in that situation before, Darnell? Like you're, bo- you're bored to you, death, but you don't want to get you don't want to stop watching because anything could happen. You were watching what took place in Dallas. And you know, I haven't I, we, we we were using a red zone, correct? So we get to see all the scores. So we we know what was going on in Dallas. And then you just looked at the sc- and you just end up watching the Jaguars. You like Oh, is this boy. actually happening right now? Yeah. The Buffalo Bills, who smacked around Houston, Miami, beat the beat the Ravens, beat the Chiefs, and you can only score six points against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, I'm looking at the the Bills' schedule. The wins that the Bills have racked up do they are impressive win? wins. Yeah, I mean. What if it was a good team or they just beat the hell out of the team that's supposed to beat the hell out of? I mean, the game against Kansas City tells a different story, but, and I mean, aside from that. Oh, boy. I mean, I, I just don't understand. I mean, who's, who's under more pressure now? Is it the Cowboys or is it the Bills? I'd probably say the Cowboys on on my case, but I mean, do you really want to compare the two conferences right now? I mean, the I mean, the, the difference is the Cowboys are still like three games clear in the NFC in the NFC least. I'm still going to call it that. And in Buffalo's case, uh, well, Buffalo is you know New England's right there knocking on the door, and uh, I forget that the Patriots are four and zero on the road. I mean, the Patriots are right there knocking on the door. If the Bills don't get it together, huh, well, you can <laughs> safe to say the, Patri- the Patriots will definitely. Uh, I mean, shout out, shout out to Urban Myers and crew. They got their second win. This is their first win on U.S. soil since week one of last season. That's like over well over four hundred days. Yeah. But anyway. I mean, so shout out. Josh Allen was the first player to sack the quarterback of the same name. Then he get a pick. <laughs> and then he got a front recovery. All on with Josh Allen. So, Josh Allen. I mean, this game, the best way to call this game, in a headline like this on the, on the newspaper headline, Josh Allen beats Josh Allen. Will a real Josh Allen please stand up? <laughs> that's it. That's a good one. I know I get a reaction out of Ricky. That's why I did that. <laughs> hmm. Well, Mr. Critical Broncos fans, according to him, the Bills are under heavier pressure than Dallas. You know, in, in his honest opinion, uh, Mr. Broncos fan, uh, go ahead and give your reasons. I, I'm very, I'm really curious. And to answer the question, uh, if you're talking about the score of Buffalo and uh, and Jacksonville, I'll be honest. No, I was not laughing because I was more like I was confused. It's a sexual innuendo thing. Uh, now you see, see Ricky's one trying to make me laugh. No, it's at six to nine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, if I if that if that had crossed my mind in that particular scenario, I guess I probably would have laughed. But I was Sunday was not a good day, so and, and you know I me I me, did me and him to- me and him are definitely thinking alike. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh boy! Oh, oh, boy. By the way, before you get to this next game, all I have to say is these three words. And then you could talk about the game. Tyrod Taylor sucks. Okay. Well, I spoke about Tyrod Taylor, and I asked uh, last Saturday, was he coming back? Uh, I was it was it Saturday or Tuesday that I asked? Can you, re- gentlemen, remind? No, me? I told y'all he, he was being coming back. I mean, I know, I know you said that. I told time. you Tyrod Taylor was coming back, and I told you two weren't gonna be playing. Yeah, you did, but was that on a, was that on Tuesday? Or was that on Thursday? That was on, was Saturday. on Saturday. Okay, all right. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's not like I didn't believe you, but 
But you know, but <laughs> Tyrod Taylor, I mean, twenty four did not look good whatsoever. <laughs> Three interceptions. So I don't pick you against the Jaguars and you light them up. You finally come back. You're playing the Dolphins, who got beat by the Jaguars, by the way. In London. And they and the defense whoop your ass. DTA, man. DTA. DTA. Ashley Pitt. I'm the only one who picked Houston. And I'm saying, like, really? This is really happening. And he threw a dumbass pick. I don't even. I don't even. Tyra Taylor sucks. I seen stupid picks be thrown before. But the one he threw Sunday was blasphemous. Okay. Well, in, in the words of somebody that I know very well, repulsive, repugnant, disgraceful, most of all, fraud, fraud, fraud. I don't, I cannot believe what I saw from Tara Taylor. I really don't. So, Kirby Person did not have, Kirby just said they didn't like the scoreboard up. Before the score is 17 9. The Dolphins didn't like the scoreboard up. I mean, they were shut on the second half. I mean, in the second half, only three points were scored. And that was by who? Houston. My fact, the same points that got Jacksonville the victory over the Buffalo Bills is the same amount that got Houston beat by the damn Dolphins. And this is one of the games Ricky would simply just puke because he, could, he, couldn't, he couldn't stand a game like this. Yeah, there you go. You see, he just, yeah, that's how he justifies it. But anyway, what do we got next, Mr. Lanwinkwich? <laughs> oh, boy. No, they tell you always pick with your gut and not, and not your head. Hey, no, I sat I'm, there on Saturday. Remember, I was sat there quiet because I'm like, I really want to pick the Giants right about now. But if I pick them and... Daniel Jones do what he always do. I'm going to be pissed. So I went to the goddamn Raiders, and Derek Carr did what Daniel Jones supposed to have done. What the <laughs> hell? You know, I'm very curious to know uh, Mr. Waldman's thoughts on this game. Uh, Mr. Waldman, if you could put your put your thoughts in the comments, I would really appreciate that, dude. Uh, hey, you know what made it worse? I, watched, I, I was watching the pregame in the morning, and I found out Kenny Dolly was playing. I was like, oh, I need to I, Dude, you need to change your pick. Can all this back too? Change your pick. Change your pick. Eh, no, I ain't gonna change it. I had two opportunities to pick the damn Giants, and I ain't do it. So, in that case, uh, yeah, you're not you're not risking the uh, the up. Uh, you're not risking going zero three in that case. Then, I mean, I picked the Raiders too, and <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> as far as the in- the injury goes. The- the Giants, yeah, you know, all, all the depleted injuries. I mean, I, I'm I'm not sure what's going on, but you know, but, but now that the Raiders, uh, Deshaun Jackson is, uh, I don't, I, I, he says he's going there. I, I, I would, I'm curious to know, in your opinion, Darnell, would that help the Raiders? Without Henry Ward, they need a three threat. Because as you think, they 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 could not go deep whatsoever. They could not go deep, so that's why I'm asking. So if Deshaun Jackson goes to Las Vegas, is that going to help? Yes, that will help. Now, if he stay healthy, that's one thing. But as of right now, he's a healthy guy. And he, he'll he be able to help them because they need a deep threat. Because as you saw, Derek Carr. Matter of fact, you just tell the people their numbers. That, that tells the story right there. I mean, Sean Jackson going to the Raiders, that's got some Dallas fans worried because the Cowboys got the Las Vegas on Thanksgiving. Yeah. What's Derek Carr numbers from from Sunday? Thirty for forty six, two hundred ninety six yards, one touchdown, two picks. You said thirty for forty six. Yes, sir. You threw the ball forty six times for how many yards? Two hundred ninety six. Two ninety six. I, I don't what's, know. What's interesting is the Giants only had two hundred forty five yards of total offense. And actually, in a, in a Derek Carr, had over no, 400. Stop, stop right there. Derek Carr passing y'all was more than the Giants' offense. Yeah. Who won the game? The Giants. I mean, Daniel Jones only had 110 yards, even though the, the stats overall says 96. That's because there was uh, th- those tackles for losses. Uh, 
I would imagine. But I mean, I mean, I mean, look at that. Now I'm really curious to know Mr. Wallman's reaction because say one more time, Derek Carr had more passing yards than what? The damn total. What the DTA man? DTA man. DTA man. <laughs> well, Mr. Wallman got straight to the point. A win is a win. Yeah, I, I know that, bro. Apparently now it's finally stuck into the head. Marinate DTA. It didn't give a Sunday. I can't believe this. It would happen on this weekend, though. At all weekends, it happened on this one. Uh, What's next? Like I said, cert- certifiably unpredictable. Ah, uh, now we, now we, now we get into some, to, to a little comfort zone here. A little okay. comfort zone here. Okay. A little comfort zone. Maybe. Well, Licking financial field. We had the Philadelphia Eagles playing host to the Los Angeles Chargers. And you brought now, the best point last week, Darnell, because remind remind us of something that we could not see coming. Nah, as I, will, as as I, will, I will get there, but I will say this, though. If anybody thought that this game was going to be a blowout, you have been watching the Philadelphia Eagles closely. When Philly comes to play, you're in for a fight. Okay? You don't believe you guys are a Cowboy fan here. What they did on Monday Night Football to the, to the Eagles... You don't get that very often against the Eagles. Am I correct? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, critical Broncos fan just put a, an amazing comment. I mean, I'm just like, yeah, rem- reminded of something that we should be reminded of as far as the 2020 picks of the Raiders. It's uh, so, Sorry. I'm not getting to it. That's why I skipped over it. Uh, I, I guess I guess that's why a critical Broncos fan <laughs> decided to remind us about it. But he didn't remind yeah, right. me. I already knew about it. I just didn't, I'm not talking about it. You ain't talking about it. But yeah, you're right about the Eagles. I mean, if we expected a blowout, obviously they haven't, haven't picking the Eagles. I haven't watched the Eagles. But what's important is that we all agreed. At least you and I agreed that we we're not gonna we can't see the Chargers losing three straights. But you know, and and Justin Herbert, his numbers. I mean, Justin Herbert looked. He went back to looking like Justin Herbert. He went back. Yeah, he he went back to looking like his usual self. Thirty-two for thirty-eight, three hundred and fifty-six yards and two touchdowns. That's what I was looking forward to, and I'm happy he showed up. And Keenan Allen had a great game. That's what we needed right here. Okay, good job by the Chargers. At least one LA team won. Yeah, I am foreshadowing. So shut up. Oh boy. But in the so, Eagles' case, uh, Devontae Smith, five catches for 116 yards, very respectable. They need to get him more involved. He's their best receiver yeah. outside of Dallas Goddard. He's their best receiver. And you never know when they you never know who who's gonna be in the damn backfield with Miles Sanders on IR for right now. He'd probably be back in what either next week or the week after. Ball Scott took over last week, but it was during Howell Sunday. You just don't know what it got down back for, for the damn Eagles. By the way, just a little bit of a side note. Not only did Scott lose the game, but he lost to a 12-year-old at Rocket League. Nice game. Nice game. Nice game. Nice game. Nice game. Nice game. Oh, my goodness. What would Green Bay look like without Aaron Rodgers? We saw that. They're playing against the Kansas City Chiefs team that we just in here waiting for them to look like Kansas City. <laughs> and despite winning Bear Man, Kansas City started to look like Kansas City. I mean, I, I'm. Shall I uh, go ahead and, uh, and give out uh, Mr. Mahomes' numbers for this game? Go ahead. 20 for 37. One touchdown, but take a wild guess of how many passing yards. Take a wild guess. You give up? I'm not even trying. 166 yards. It's 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 black. You see, I don't blame you because this is what leaves a sour taste in your mouth as far as this game goes. Okay. Both teams are hot garbage. So you're telling me the Kansas City Chiefs, fully healthy, are six point favorite over a Aaron Rodgers list Green Bay Packers team? Is that what you're telling me? That's what I'm saying. But here's what's interesting. The Packers had more total yards than the Kansas City Chiefs. But you're telling me if Aaron Rodgers was in this game, Kansas City would get their ass whooped at home. 
more than likely. This is, I mean, because he was also what's interesting. Randall Cobb played Devonte Adams and Alan Lazard or Lazar. Have your Alan Lazar, Devonte Adams, yeah. <laughs> Randall Cobb, Marcus Vadas, Scanley, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. All the weapons were there. We just didn't have Aaron Rodgers. You had Jordan Love. What was Jordan Love's numbers? Jordan Love's numbers. <laughs> Tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. 19 for 34, 190 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. What was Aaron Jones' numbers? Because that was that was that was Ricky's key factor on this one. No, it was 12 carries, 53 yards. That's an average of 4.4 yards per carry. But since I like to round, that's an average of four yards per carry. Give me, give me, give me the rushing attack for the Chiefs. The total. Don't, don't go by natives. Give me the total. The total. Okay. Well, combined carries for twenty-two yards for eighty-three yards. Twenty-two carries for eighty-three. Well, yards. that's between the that that's between the two running backs. Now, Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill both had a combined three carry attempts, but that's for negative six yards. <laughs> I, I'm not so good at math. That's why I didn't want to do the math in my head. So. Can you say dumpster fire? Dumpster you're, fire. You're telling me what was supposed to be the game of the week until Aaron Rodgers did what Aaron Rodgers did, turning into this. You, you know what I'm asking myself, gentlemen? Because a, a lot of fans, uh, going back to the Cowboys, a lot of people are saying, okay, the Cowboys needed this down game so they can get back up and start winning again. Is this the same thing for the Green Bay Packers? Damn, that's the same thing for every goddamn team right now. The Bills. They, they, they're going to look at this and they're like, we just got our ass with the Jaguars. And they only, they only keep three field goals. The Saints. We let our arch robbers come in our building and put this in the mouth. The Chiefs and the Packers looking at each other like, but thank God everybody else played bad too. <laughs> you know who's laughing right now? Tom Brady. He was or, on a bad week. Or as uh, Mr. Uh, Ricky likes to say, Mr. Thomas Edward Brady. He was on a bad week. But, you know, in this game, too, Kansas City was shut out in the second half. There was only seven points scored in the second half. And as Mr. Critical Broncos fan kindly reminded us, it was a garbage time, garbage time touchdown. So, in other words, Packers really did get shut out. I mean, when you think about it that way, I mean, yeah, they scored, but, again, it, it's garbage time. We're in the 4 o'clock hour, ain't we? I pre- I know what the next game is. Go ahead and bring it up. God damn it. Talk of, oh boy. Talk about a team who is licking who is laughing their ass off right now. Uh, at us and it, uh, honestly I mean, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if the people uh, can hear I don't know if the people can hear Ricky. <coughs> but correct me if I'm wrong. Did Calamari play? No. Did uh, DeAndre Hopkins play? No. Did uh, AJ Green play? No. Mm, did Chase Edmonds get knocked out within a few couple of plays of the game? Yes. Here's a, here's, no, another, here's another one for you. Does Ricky need to stop listening to Darnell? Yes. I told you. I sat here and said DeAndre Hopkins not going to play, and I said Kyler Murray weren't going to play. And you convinced my punk ass to pick those goddamn. Gold rushing mfers in fucking San Fran, and I fucking listened to you like a goddamn idiot, and I fucking lost the game. Fuck okay, you. With it. Okay, so okay, so we're even because your dumb okay. ass, because uh, your dumb, because your dumb ass didn't want to listen to me about the damn uh, Indianapolis coat, and then was it the Texans? You didn't want to listen to me on that, but you end up going that way anyway. Well, there you go. Luck- See, so we're even. So. There's the soundbite, ladies and gentlemen. Darnell doesn't want to listen to Ricky. Ricky doesn't want to listen to Darnell. <laughs> Did George Kittle come back for the 49ers? I believe George Kittle's on that stat line, correct? Oh, he is. Tell me when you're ready. All right. Six catches, 101 yards, and a touchdown. And, and a fumble. And a fumble. And then the, the, uh, averaging 17 yards per catch. You tell... You telling me? You you're telling me 
one man took over the game for the Cardinals, and San Fran had no answer. One, one guy, one guy, one guy, one guy. And, and, one guy. And he's a guy I'm very, very familiar with, aren't I? No, you're not familiar with him. Because I'm not talking about Colt McCoy. Look at James Conner. <laughs> the ass Pittsburgh Steeler. Who Pittsburgh let go because they didn't want him no more. Pretty much he's washed up. I don't he goes he to Arizona. Know. What does he do to Arizona? What, what did he do to the San Francisco 49ers? Destroys them, to put it mildly. Give the people the stat line. Well, hang on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen, because this stat line, it's not just on one category of offense. It's two, as a matter of fact. But I'm going to go and start with the running game because that's what James Conner is. He's a running back. 21 carries, 96 yards, an average of five yards, two touchdowns. That's the running game. Now we get to the passing game. Five catches, 77 yards, an average of 15 yards per catch, one touchdown. So if unless my math is that her- tor- excuse me, that terrible, that equals three touchdowns, right? James Conner beat the 49ers. A healthy 49ers at that. Jimmy G was starting, right? Yeah. Debo Samuel did play, right? He did. DTA. Uh, perfect timing, right? Well, Darnell, I buried my team. It's your turn now. So, 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 check this out, right? So, I'm watching what's going on with the Cowboys, correct? I'm seeing what's going on in Jacksonville, correct? I'm seeing what's going on with the Baltimore Ravens, correct? Yeah, I'll look are. at I'll look at my brother. I was like, should I be concerned? Because as of right now, this today is as whatever goes on day, right? You can't predict anything. The Saints thing happened. You seen what Arizona was doing. Hey, you seen what happened in Green Bay and Kansas City? It, it is it is it is leading up to the Sunday night football game. I'm saying like I should just be. I just suspect anything right about now. That's how far. That's how already I was like right now. And then we get to Sunday Night Football. Top top team in the AFC Conference, the Tennessee Titans, who a lot of people didn't have at the top of the conference. Correct? Nope. Top of the conference, they lost Derrick Henry. They bring in Adrian Peterson. Ryan Tannehill has to take has to take the load. But guess what? It wasn't the offense. It was the defense. You, the defense is the defense of the Tennessee Titans is farming, and that is a scary sight right now. I mean, Matthew Stafford got sacked five times, and and you know the crazy part about it we was number one in sets allowed. We only gave up eight eight sets going into the game. That's the second game. The Tennessee D-line got a five. Body damn self. Jarrell Casey? Oh, no, not Casey. I'm sorry. Uh, what's his name? Simmons. What's his first name? I can't even get his first name in my head. Uh, Simmons f- for the Tennessee Titans? Manhandled my offensive line. I mean... Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons, thank three, you. <laughs> three sacks. Oh, my goodness. He... He pushed my guard straight into Matthew Stafford. Did you see that? I saw the highlight. He pushed him straight to Matthew Stafford. Then Matthew Stafford. Okay. I give him this one, okay? One of the game is a game that he did not play well, okay? It was bound to happen sooner or later because... I mean, he putting up MVP numbers, right? He's number, he's second behind Tom Brady, and that's about every miss, every major category that comes to quarterbacks. He's second behind Tom Brady. It took a hit. It took a real hit because you don't. Th- he put a Carson Wentz off, trying to avoid a safety, and he threw a pick. 
Tennessee scores on their next play. Comes back. Shout out to shout out, <laughs> shout out to Kevin Byer. I was watching NFL Live today, and Dan Orowski and Ryan Clark broke down Kevin Byer's pick six. You know I got to get him credit. Hmm. Cause he wasn't even he wasn't even he wasn't even in the right position. No, he did what he was he did what he was not supposed to do, and he got the pick six, which tells me he knew something was coming. Saint so told him jump outside. That's what he did. He jumped outside and got the pick six. I mean, look. Yeah, a couple cup. Almost had a hundred yards receiving. Robert Woods almost had a hundred. It didn't even matter. You gave them fourteen points in like thirty seconds. We couldn't recover. We we just couldn't recover. I mean the pick. I mean the pro. You know, also the the pick six wasn't even long. It was like twenty four yards, wasn't it? That was the very next offense possession. <laughs> He checked out of the run because Kevin Byard came down. It was supposed to have been a run. He checked out of it and went to shotgun. He tried to fool the Tennessee defense, but nope. Tennessee defense, uh-uh, ain't going to work. Ain't going to work. It is it just... Uh... We, 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 we took one on the chin, okay? We took one on the chin. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad about it because hey, Sunday. If you want Sunday night football, that means it's going to be a contest, okay? Uh, to uh, Joshua, who's actually a new listener. Uh, well, thank you very much, Josh, for tuning in. Uh, Josh, as far as the Cowboys situation goes, uh, yeah, as we know, uh, Greg Zerline was point was put on the uh, worldwide bastard uh, reserve list. Uh, that, that's what we call this whole thing. We call it the worldwide bastard. Uh, you can thank Ricky for that, but. Um, as far as I know, the other the other kicker that was on the practice squad is being worked out, and they brought in Brett Maher. But I would say to the Cowboys, uh, give Dan Bailey a call. <laughs> so, yeah, very man. But uh, but last thing I'll say. But hey, Josh, I've been saying this on my uh, show, which is called Cowboys Talk. If, if you want, if you want the link, I can actually give it to you. I've been saying this for a while. The, the Cowboys shouldn't be selling for field goals because of how powerful that offense is with all the weapons. Yeah, there's no reason to be selling for field goals. Sorry. Don't we both scored 16 points and losing efforts. <laughs> and those 16 points didn't mean a damn thing. I mean, it could have been worse. I mean, hey, my Cowboys lost to an to a average Broncos team. You guys lost to a good Tennessee team. I mean, yeah, you guys lost to a good Tennessee team. So that was not the way I wanted to bring in my birthday, okay? All right. Now, if it was a competitive game back and forth and we lost, okay, I can take that, but we got our ass whooped at home in prime time. In prime time. That's our first loss in prime time this season, though, because we we won our previous two, and we got two more to go, which both going to be on Monday Night Football. But that should be fun. But yeah, we got our ass whooped, so we got to regroup, because guess what? Because we on Monday Night Football coming up. Yeah, Josh, unfortunately, they brought, they're bringing in Brett Maher for a workout. Monday night football. Ricky gonna be surprised when I say I didn't watch I didn't watch the game yesterday. I chose to watch something else where he already knows than Monday night football. <laughs> Started up like I thought it would. Pittsburgh was dominating in the first half. I don't think Justin Field know what hit him. <laughs> but the second half, for some reason. Mm, became a contest. And Justin Fields started to look good again. Did his thing in the second half. Brought that team back. And then... Uh, let's just get to it. The guy says... Ben Ross, I can't, I can't think of his name right now. I know it's Casey and last name started with M. No, it's not Hayward. Talking about for the... Bears. The guy says Ben Roethlisberger. He celebrates. He does cast his mark. He, he does. He does the roundhouse kick right. Celebrates with his teammates. 
walks over to the still sideline a bit. Hmm. Him and the ref bump into each other, and he gets called for taunting. That's a lot that went in all in all in that scenario, which led to the game winning field goal by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Even though Chicago still had an opportunity to to win it, and they missed the field goal. Bear man, taunting or no taunting? <laughs> You can't celebrate anything until the game's over, until you've won. Flat uh, you know, flat out. You don't celebrate until it's over. If you haven't won the game, there's nothing to celebrate. Okay. I I don't I don't understand why. Seriously, I mean I get it. You had a good play, but you know what? Finish it out. Because if you don't win, what good does it do? I mean, yeah, they'll be talking about that particular play, but the one thing they'll remember is you didn't win. That's what it's about. <laughs> I mean, uh, Joshua, you want to answer that question? Let's remember this. The Jaguars beat the Buffalo Bills. The Atlanta Falcons beat the New Orleans Saints. The Chiefs barely – the Chiefs won by six over the Jordan Love Green Bay Packers. Half the damn offense was out for the Arizona Cardinals, and they still smacked San Francisco in the mouth. <laughs> I mean, this entire week needs to be explained. <laughs> it's not just how the Giants won. This whole week needs to be explained because nothing good happened for most people, okay, <laughs> in this whole entire week. Bear friends are pissed off because they felt like they got robbed again. Pittsburgh fans are glad they won, but they still on the edge because they don't know what the hell's going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cowboys fans, they know they took one on the chin. And they looking nervous right now. <laughs> LA fans, one week the Chargers letting you down, the next week's the Rams letting you down. Buffalo, they trying to figure out how in the hell they lost to the Jaguars in the first goddamn way. And they still trying to figure out how they only scored six points. And how the defender Josh Allen outdoed the quarterback Josh Allen. I mean, if you look everywhere, you it's just that's a lot that you can't unravel right now. It's just that's how the week was, okay? It is how it went. Oh, Lord. Thursday night football. South Florida Hard Rock Stadium, which I actually saw, by the way, when I was down there in Miami. We had the Miami Dolphins with a game-time decision to on Tiger Valola, or Jacoby Brissett against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. You know how bad it is, Bear Man. Well, just to give everybody the numbers, once again, we do have now a disclaimer. If you go to use any of our uh, picks towards your personal usage, uh, we will hunt you down. We will hurt you and take your money if you win. It is a uh, general consensus, Baltimore, a eight-point favorite in Miami. Well, it's no surprise that Baltimore's the Hold on. Hold on. Do, do you even trust that line right now? No. No? I mean... It's not just the teams you can't trust. You, you, can you trust anything, Playmaker? I mean, can we? I mean. In the right state of, in the right state of mind, Bearman and Ricky, you said Baltimore is an eight-point favorite. Yes, an eight-point favorite, and the under-over is uh, 47. In the right state of mind. Um. I trust the Ravens. But how can you be in the right state of mind after what took place on Sunday? But I'm still taking the Ravens, okay? I mean, I, I'm in the exact same way. I mean, you know, I said earlier, right now, I mean, I mean, I, I, I might as well save it for Saturday, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, in this particular, well, uh, is Tua, well, Tua is listed as day-to-day, 
He's a game time decision. He's a game time decision. It don't even matter if he. It doesn't play. matter. I'm still it, taking the damn Ravens. Even if, if Tua if Tua plays, what are the chances he gets hurt in the game? What are so, the chances that the running back scores the only touchdown for the Dolphins? Right. Yeah. You he can't go him. against Baltimore, and yeah. My pick, See, without doing any analysis, I'm taking the Ravens straight. Miami getting the eight. I, mean, I, I knew he was taking the Ravens. Okay, is this is oh my god, Joshua? I, I it is just you. You just don't know no more. You just don't know no more. Is I don't know. We just don't know now. After Sunday, it's like what the hell. And no, and trust me, what the hell's going to continue tomorrow? You know why? Because me and Bearman got to come right back, and we got to discuss college football. Mm. <laughs> it's almost what the hell took place over the weekend. <laughs> we had two unbeaten get knocked off, <laughs> and nobody was impressed except for the Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Bearman football this past weekend. <sighs> I I don't know, man. I just don't know. So. I, tomorrow, 630. Me and Alice will be back again. Do what we always do. Recap last week. Group of five top five lists. Go over the college football poll for week two. Get into the slate for week 11. And just, and just, and just try the best we can because... Football is getting more interesting the week week by week now. DTA, don't trust anybody. Don't trust nobody. So on behalf of Ricky, I am down the Mega Silence. That man over there is Alice Alcazar, the Bear of Texas. We'll catch y'all tomorrow. Hey, did you like that show? Like, share. Follow, subscribe, share out our shows to all of your social media. Need merchandise? Check out paintrainpipebomb.threadless.com for quality merchandise at great prices. Tune in next time for another edition of Arch Rivals Football, and we'll catch you on the flip side.